0: Jimmy Hawk fan here with a little preview of the Iowa Hawkeyes versus Nebraska Cornhuskers from Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. And I always love this game. Um, I like the rivalry, another trophy game, and you know there's a lot of lot of there's a, some Hawkeye fans uh, in Omaha area in Nebraska. And they've got to live with the Huskers all year. There's some Nebraska fans in Iowa. And and same deal for them. So it's always fun. Uh, get a lot of smack talking from some Nebraska fans and from their players, too. We usually see that from their players. So let's see how that goes this year. But if you think about Nebraska, this is a team that everybody keeps thinking Frost, Scott Frost, is going to turn around and... And win at a really high level. And he still may. But they started out the year going to Ohio State. And they didn't look too bad in the first half. Or, you know, for part of the first half. And ended up getting blown out 52-17. to The next week they went to Northwestern. Lost 21-13. Not a horrible loss when you consider Northwestern still undefeated. But Northwestern doesn't have a whole lot of firepower on offense. And then... Penn State came to Lincoln, Nebraska got their win, they were all pumped up, everybody's excited, thinking they got a big win over Penn State. Well, Penn State is now 0-5 after Iowa just crushed them last weekend. So, But poor Nebraska, Illinois came to town on Saturday and beat Nebraska 41-23. I don't think anybody really saw that coming, or at least I didn't. I didn't see Illinois going to Lincoln and getting a win. So the verdict is still out on Scott Frost, or Frosty, as some call him. But uh, what are we going to see from this Cornhuskers team? One inter- interesting storyline is at quarterback. Adrian Martinez has been their longtime quarterback, I think he started about three years. And now they've gone to Luke McCaffrey the last couple of games. And Luke McCaffrey sure has the bloodline with his dad, NFL wide receiver, his brother who's a heck of a running back in the NFL. And Luke McCaffrey's more of a runner than a passer too. He's actually passing in a pretty good clip this year, almost 65%. But one TD compared to five interceptions, that is not good at all. Now, running the ball, he has 325 yards now in four games, and, and he was used kind of as a utility guy there for a while rather than quarterback, but averaging almost six yards of carry, three touchdowns on the ground. The second-leading second rusher is Adrian Martinez, the other quarterback, and he has 187 yards, averaging just shy of seven yards of carry with a touchdown. And then third-leading rusher is a wide receiver, their they're best wide receiver, Wandale Robinson. And so uh, where are the Nebraska running backs that you're used to seeing in the past? That, You know, four, five, four and five-star guys that, that are ripping through the holes. So that's really interesting to see. Again, receiving, Wandale Robinson is the guy to look for. Uh, Austin Allen, the tight end, has some pretty good numbers uh, through through four games. But there's also two guys with Iowa ties in that receiving core. One is Oliver Mo- Martin, the Iowa City kid who went to Michigan, transferred to Iowa, transferred to Nebraska, and he had two catches last week. So he has two catches as a Cornhusker so far. And the other one is Cade Warner. Now Cade Warner is Kurt Warner's son, the great quarterback. He, you know, played at UNI in in college and was just such a great story with what he did in the NFL and NFL MVP, uh, Super Bowl MVP. So a couple guys with Iowa ties, that's going to be kind of interesting to see. Now on defense, uh, Nebraska has not been stellar again this year on defense. And start with passing defense. They are giving up about 65% uh, to opposing passers. So that's not very good. I mean that's a high percentage. That's what opposing teams are are looking to do. They're giving up about 225 yards per game. Uh, not a whole lot of not a whole lot of touchdowns. They've only given up five touchdowns this year. And they've had three interceptions. So so that's pretty decent. But rushing, and this is what gets me excited, especially with Iowa's team they're giving up almost five yards of carry, and you know maybe other than Ohio State, I don't know that they've had a team with a rushing attack like Iowa. So, so that's exciting. They've given up eleven touchdowns rushing in just four games, and again, they're they're giving up almost two hundred twenty-five yards per game. So, in this game on Friday, I think. Iowa's defense is going to be pretty dominant. Uh, our defensive line, I've been so impressed with those guys. Uh, the linebackers keep getting better, getting Jack Campbell in the mix. Nick Neiman, senior year, is really rising up. Uh, Benson has, has really improved week after week. And that secondary continues to to do a good job. They had a couple of lapses last weekend, but you know that's going to happen. Uh, every game, you're going to have one or two lapses just as long as it's, it's, it's not consistent. So I think the Hawkeyes are going to be strong on defense. I think the Hawkeyes are going to be able to run the ball and run the ball consistently with Tyler Goodson, Mackay Sarge, T. Good and Sarge are going to be hitting the holes hard, and there's going to be big holes that they're going to be running through because the big uglies up front are going to be paving big holes against the Nebraska Cornhuskers' defense. So i'm really excited for this game i feel better about this game than i felt going into the penn state game i picked that as a three-point victory for the hawkeyes i'm looking at friday as iowa 31 nebraska 17. the hawkeyes get a big win keep another trophy in iowa city for six years in a row just like floyd of rosedale so really excited um, we'll see what happens but i think the hawkeyes are going to be happy i'm i'm not I'm hoping it's not going to be like the last two years where Iowa got the big, the big start, got ahead, and then kind of faltered in the second half. Had to win by field goals. Glad to get the win, of course, but I, I want to be relaxed tomorrow in the second half. And the way this defense is playing, I think we're gonna we're gonna be okay. And the last few weeks, the Hawkeyes have been looking way better on offense in the second half too. So that's been that's been really good to see. Now, finally, basketball is getting started. And the Hawkeyes play tomorrow. Uh, Well, tomorrow they play on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, 3 3 o'clock p.m. Central time on the Big Ten Network. So that is so exciting. North Carolina Central. Then on Friday, we have a doubleheader. It's football, and then we have Southern University at 4 o'clock p.m., so that's going to be so much fun, having having football and basketball this holiday weekend, and then, man, you look at that schedule, and you see the games coming with North Carolina, Iowa State, uh, Gonzaga, and then the Big Ten season's going to start here in about three weeks, so... Really excited for basketball. I do want to do... Uh, want to send some condolences to Jack Nunji and his family. Really sorry to hear about the passing of his father. And uh, it's good to see Fran is, you know, giving him as much time as he needs. I know he has a great support system there. But uh, was really disappointed to see that. And the Hawkeye basketball team, I'm really looking forward to see them play this year. So we'll see that tomorrow we'll get two big wins on friday and go hawks happy thanksgiving everyone